it's something that you gotta like be very patient and understanding of the situation because everybody's property is very personal to them. Right. And right, it's, right. you gotta be mindful of that and be um, accommodating and have an open ear and um, be able to understand what they want mm -hmm. and to be able to accommodate that and to be able to provide a platform for us to grow is something that um, we've been able to um, accomplish with this deal. Welcome to Investing in the U.S., an Aussie's Guide to U.S. Real Estate, a podcast for international investors and real estate entrepreneurs looking to break into the U.S. market. G'day, g'day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another cracking edition of Investing in the U.S. podcast from Los Angeles. I'm your host, Reed Goosens. Good as always to have you with us on the show. Now, I'm glad that you've all tuned in to learn from my incredible guests, and each and every one of them are the cream of the crop here in the United States when it comes to real estate investing, business investing, and entrepreneurship. Each show, I try and tease out their incredible stories of how they have successfully created their businesses here in the U.S., how they've created financial freedom, massive amounts of cash flow, and ultimately created extraordinary lives for themselves and their families. Life by design, as I like to say. Hopefully, these guests will inspire all of my cracking listeners, which are you guys, to get off the couch and go and take massive amounts of action. If these guys can do it, so can you. Now, as you know, I'm all about sharing the knowledge with my loyal listeners, which is you guys, and there's absolutely no BS on this show, just straight into the nuts and bolts. Now, if you do like this show, the easiest way to give back is to give us a review on iTunes, and you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter by searching at Reed Goosens. You can find the show wherever you podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play, but you can also find these episodes up on my YouTube channel. So head over to reedgoosens.com, click on the video link, and it will take you to the video recordings of these podcasts where you can see my ugly mug but the beautiful faces of my guests each and every week. All right, enough out of me. Let's get cracking and into today's show. G'day, g'day, guys, and welcome to another cracking edition of Investing in the US. We're actually coming to you live from the Intelligent Investor Real Estate Conference here in Marina Del Rey. And I have my good buddy sitting next to me, Jason Muller. Mate, welcome to the show. Thanks, Reed. Appreciate it. Uh, uh, we had you on the show, what, back in episode 15, I think yeah, it was? It yeah. was a long time ago, right? Yeah, it has been. It's uh, what, been what, two years? Yeah. It's been two years. We're, we're set up here in Marina Del Rey. We've got, we've got my little booth here. Jason's is just next door to me. And um, mate, we're first time we're doing a live podcast. It's, yeah, it's, pretty exciting. We've got it. We're on Facebook Live. We're, we're, we're doing on the Zoom. We're recording on GarageBand. And um, yeah, I just wanted to get you on the show again, man, because you've been up to some stellar stuff. Do you want to tell the audience what you've been up to in the last two years? You know? Yeah, I mean, as, as a quick recap, um, we've been able to uh, deliver about you know three townhomes in Redondo Beach. So those were old apartment buildings that we bought that were functionally obsolescent. And, and just to just cut you off here. Tell the audience who you are. Like yeah, they, they might not, they might not remember episode uh, fifteen. But if you are watching this, go back and listen to episode fifteen. But Beach City Capital, you know, how did oh, you yeah, start yeah, all that's that? Probably sort of, better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah to start off. Sorry, sorry. So yeah, um, so um, my name is Jason Muller. Um, I was traditionally trained as an architect, did land use and entitlements, and then um, went to grad school at USC, studied development and business. Um, Good school, by the way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, went to go work for an institutional development um, company built a bunch of um, you know, uh, apartments as well as hotels, started doing investments um, with, with partners, and um, 
ended up uh, purchasing some lots and developing in them. And so last we spoke, um, you know, I had just started construction on a project in Redondo Beach, which was an old apartment building. Um, we put money down, we got a GC um, to get started, we got our, our bank loan secured, and uh, we're just uh, delivering them to the market, which wow. was crazy because our performa was at, um, at uh, $1.7 million okay. for, that, each, that, for that, each unit. For each unit, okay. for each unit. Yep, yep, yep. Um, The bank appraisal was 1.6. We pre-sold unit A at 2.2 million bucks. Whoa. Pre, at, at drywall. And I wow. did. I'm not that smart. I feel like I got lucky. <laughs> and uh, that really was just the catalyst for kind of what was to come. You know? Okay. Um, we're able to work with our network um, and we're able to get... Uh, couple of lots in Hermosa Beach um, and we ended up doing the same thing where we we purchased a, uh, two apartment buildings um, entitled them and they're in construction now uh, we bought the uh, a weird thing when you when you buy apartments and you want to to build you have to do party wall agreements yep and and provide walls for everybody so I take the opportunity to ask people if they want to sell the property you know mm. and when they say yeah I'm like well then would you like to do a seller carry uh -huh. and they sometimes say yeah and then I also ask them uh, once we take your seller carry out with construction loan if they want to invest their equity and sometimes they say yeah so he said yeah to all three wow and so that's a project where do we call that one Hermosa 2 mm -hmm. it's right next to Hermosa 1 um, and along the line like I um, Went full-time with uh, Beach City Capital. Mm -hmm. um, I had my, my intern went to full-time, went from one employee to four employees full-time. Wow. Um, this is all in the last like 24 months, since we, since we spoke to you last, The right? last 24 months. Wow, that's up. incredible. That's incredible. Um, what I want to ask you, because there's so many things that you've you've achieved in the last little while, like I've, and I've seen your growth, you know, in terms of going full-time, getting, you know, what, you've got six employees now? Yeah, like well, four full-time and four, uh, two uh, part-time. Four, four full-time. You're trying to find deals in a, in a really hot market like Los Angeles. So do you want to walk through, you know, so the listeners and the guys watching on Facebook Live, like how are you finding, you know, your deals? And you just mentioned that, you know, you'd go and do party wall agreements and with, with the neighbors and say, hey, we're going to you know, go introduce yourself and, hey, I'm going to build these you know, townhomes here. Have you ever thought of selling your place? Because one thing that I've admired about you is that you've been able to go and create value with a seller, a potential seller, mm -hmm. um, and that's helped lead to more and more deals. So do you yeah. want to talk a little bit about how you get really creative with your ground up construction deals here in LA? Yeah, sure. I mean, um, we'll get into more like construction pricing and stuff like that a little later on. But, um, you know, as you know, you know, construction pricing has gone up 10% over the last two years, if more. Um, just in, are you saying across the states or just in LA? Just in LA, yep. um, specifically South Bay. And land bases have gone up tremendously. And so right. um, creative acquisition strategies is kind of what Beach City Capital likes to focus on. And so like an example of that would be in Mar Vista, we've been um, working with a landowner that owns apartment buildings, right? And um, wanted too much money for his dirt. And so what we did is we were saying, um, you know, we'll give you some money in the front and some money in the back to meet his, his, his goal. Mm -hmm. And um, what that allows us to do is to, um, to have a lower uh, amount of capital that's required to take down the property. 
And um, this actually came true, um, you know, in Mar Vista, uh, right off of Mitchell, is um, we're going to give them 2.5 in the front, 5.5 in the back, everybody's happy. So happened that the property next door went for sale, and um, I asked him, you know, the owner, hey, would you, instead of me giving you 2.5 in the front, why don't we use that equity to buy the apartment building next door? So wow. Wow. Bigger property, bigger uh, project. And he said, absolutely. <laughs> I lost that in a divorce. Let's take it at all costs. I was like, sounds good to me. So we literally purchased that property. Um, he, he, the, the, what was interesting about that deal was he 1031'd his apartments into the JV land deal, got into an LLC, got land credits. And what we're going to do is we're actually going to give him its principal and profit in condos. And then he's going to rent them for ten for for twelve months and ten thirty one out. Hmm. So he's going to be shielded on both in and out. And wow. So he's getting condo level returns on a on a sophisticated um, structure like that. Um, and we've had our land use attorneys and our ten thirty one uh, tax attorneys review it all. Um, and so now is this the deal, the thirty unit deal? It's, it's the forty unit deal. Forty unit in deal. Vista. And talk about the just that that getting that first introduction to that seller right because just to recap if you didn't hear that jason has got this on the first piece of land you got the seller to agree to bring the land into your deal he originally he just wanted to sell it to you yeah. and you're saying well hang on I, I can't get it to pencil at this price cost of construction like would you you went back and said screw that instead of buying it all cash yeah you went back and said hey can we can you want a jv with me yep. and so talk about that little process because that doesn't just to approach a seller like that you know, in this market, oh. you know, that's so, it's so hard to do because it, you're getting creative, but, you know, they can just to make their money and go sit on a beach, right? So why would he want to, what strategies did you do, use to approach him to say, hey, get involved as a JV and I can actually pay you more on the, back, on the total in the back end when we sell it all than what you originally would have sold it to me for? I, th- I would say perseverance and patience, um, in-person meetings, face-to-face meetings, um, and literally, um, let it, like give him the opportunity to feel like he would be part of a development project. Mm-hmm. He's an old school developer in his own right, okay. and so um, he's seen a lot. And he would have been pretty sophisticated, right, to oh, own you oh. know a block of you know in in where was it again in in, in, Mar- in Mar Vista, in Mar Vista, huge hot like yeah, he's boom a very sophisticated growth, guy. You know, he's yeah. an older guy, but very sophisticated, and you know he really wanted to be part part of the development project, right? Um, and so. Um, the way that it kind of worked, I was just you know sh- let him know that if, if you were to go put this money in somewhere else in 1031, this year would be your standard yield. You know, if you were to invest your equity, uh, your, your your land value into this property, you're going to make much more. Hmm. And so, um, and we'll manage the process, and you'll give give him the instrument to be able to manage um, at a certain extent. And so, the way we're able to identify that is literally went to CoStar, went and talked to. 100 apartment building owners and ask them the same question and one out of 100 say yes mm. it's just persistence it's all it, it is it's just, it was a nine-month process though right right i think that's the the key that everyone's got to take away from this is that it's not just oh hey you you present this deal it as a yes seller no. yeah, it was a, keep chipping away at the, yeah. at the process because if you keep chipping away they're eventually going to say yes and i think the what, what if the what if the, the what if and, yeah. and but structuring it away you say well, look if you just sold it to me right now this is your yield right great you're going to get a great yield you can go and retire somewhere but if you reinvest the money and and you said on you said earlier that you you, you gave him a little bit on the front end so he's got a little bit of cash to go play yeah, with yeah. but then reinvested 50 percent of it into the deal yep 
he's actually going to get make more money in the long run, yep. right? And and it's it's just changing people's perception of yep. what how they make money and really grow as as you're saying a developer or being involved in a. Um, uh, in a ground up construction so yeah, so, yeah. so, so kudos to you man and um it sounds like a, an incredible story an incredible journey i'm sure there's there's been some 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 bruises and some some skin <laughs> knees right you know yeah it's a very uh it's emotionally draining just kind of like ups and downs yep. and oh we got it we got the deal done and but now he wants this and <laughs> so it's something that you gotta like be very patient and understanding of the situation because everybody's property is very personal to them. Right. And right, it's, right. you got to be mindful of that and be um, accommodating and have an open ear and um, be able to understand what they want mm -hmm. and to be able to accommodate that and to be able to provide a platform for us to grow is something that um, we've been able to um, accomplish with this deal. Right. And um, we were able to do something similar to that to a project in um, Redondo Beach, which is very similar to this project. We weren't quite able to get like a JV land deal, but we were able to get a lease agreement um, uh, put into place um, until we get entitlements. Hmm. And then once we get entitlements, that's when we close on our lot. That's another way to lower risk on the developer, allow you time to uh, raise your equity. Yep. And um, but that also took eight months right. to procure. And so. and that's the thing, like developers like yourself are making big money, but you're being persistent. You understand the different forms of structuring because it's not just there's not just one way to skin a cat, right? You're, yeah, there's no different way. ways to go in and, and, and approach the deal and still get it done and have a win-win for everyone, yeah. right? Um, but it's being that that's very important, yeah. yeah. And it's be, be, but being persistent and, and also in the same fact that you've got mouths to feed that you know you've got payroll. So, yeah. so yeah. I'm yeah. sure there's also stresses in that when you're trying to start a, comp a development company from scratch yeah, yeah. and feeding the pipeline, right? Because yeah. it's all on your shoulders right now. And I, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But what I want to get into is a little bit about the construction cost here and you mentioned it's gone up 10% in yeah. the last I think we said 12 months right uh, two, two years two years two years and when we last spoke back two years ago when you were yeah. just getting uh, Hermosa one under contract yeah, uh, yeah Hermosa start, one yeah started you're only now coming at the tail end of that so it's been two years later how has the process been in terms of one cost two unknowns with construction three the quality of a GC you know that all those sort of things that add into the complexity and and how have you it has it made you a better developer now I think that's you know what's been the overall vision and, and maybe walk people through some of the ups and downs you've had through those deals yeah, I think in retrospect and to share you guys share with uh, some of our, my mistakes and some errors and so people can learn from it but I would have to say that like the most important thing about hiring the general contractor is your contract, right. you know, because that's the letter of the law when you're going through the process. And um, you know, from on a commercial level, you know, you do your um, your GMP contract with the 50-50 split, the and, and just for those people, maximum price contract, guarantee maximum price. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, and that doesn't exactly translate to the residential zone because uh, arena because residential uh, GCs are a little more scrappy. Mm -hmm. They're a little they're a little less sophisticated. Um, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. I mean I mean just compared to somebody that's building a hundred million dollar hotel. Right. For instance. So there's different scales. Right. 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 And so. I would say that um, being able to strike a deal with the GC that you trust and you know, but also having uh, references um, and also having a good uh, repository of subcontractors um, and, and calling those references and um, you know and, and having that list, I think that that's one thing that was uh, important that I've seen. And the other part of it is that always keeping true to 
updating your schedule consistently mm-hmm. um, from a GC standpoint, um, as well as um, thoroughly uh, hosting your owner or architect contractor meetings every week on the same time. Every like so it's in rhythm mm-hmm. and it's expected. It's very very important. It's very laborious and labor intensive, but that in itself saves money and time. Um, and then the other thing is making sure that your architect's fully engaged. Right. Like people often think, oh, let me hire a cheap architect to save money. Let me hire, let, let me not include the architect into the construction process. It's a huge mistake. Um, it's like you're not going to hire a terrible engineer to design a Ferrari. Right. You know? So right, right, right. like having the architect involved early on, on the value engineering process, also in the OAC process for RFIs and doing sketches um, is very important. Um, and then it's, it's about building out your team in the correct way, right? So yeah. you, you're building out your general contractor. First you're picking a general contractor who is worth his weight in gold. And yep. as you just sort of mentioned, has a good stable of subcontractors yep. to yep. fall back on and, and make sure they're not, you know, they're called, what was it, what, what's uh, uh, trunk slammers? You know, when they, you know, they, those sort <laughs> yeah. of, those class C sort of guys yeah. that could easily go out of business at the, you know, the drop of a yeah, hat. Because yeah, yeah. um, that's, that's risk to you, right, oh, as a developer. Risk, yep. Obviously getting the architect involved on the front end in terms of making sure they're buying in to the project yep. and, and just trying to mitigate those things. And it, and it really is a, a people management game, right? It really it's, is. It, it's not necessarily just developing raw land and building a structure. It's people it's, management. It's making 100%. sure people are, it's a good way to put it. are, are bought into it, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, your, your, your GC, the, the subs, your, your OAC, you know, your, your, your architect. And yeah. then obviously you've got the investor relationship piece on the front of it, So, which is what you're, you're, you're being the puppeteer to try and, you know, yeah, yeah. do it all. It's, it, it, can be, it can be challenging, but I'm sure you've yeah. just abs- you're crushing it right now, but you've learned along the way. And, uh, mate, I'm, I'm just so excited for your success <laughs> in, in the future. So. Thanks, man. You know, I, I feel like there's so many little nuggets of knowledge I can share. Like, we don't have all the time in the world, but... Some of the things, you know, is, is really like thinking about value engineering very seriously when right. you're in it and being able to like use, um, you know, trusses versus standard, you know, um, you know, uh, beams and stuff like that. Um, and being able to eliminate shoring and, and, and doing standard lumber, doing some prefabricated items like their technology is, is where we're going to hedge the market on construction. Um, also, um, paying the premium on the GCs that um, are worth their weight in gold, like this phrase that you just mentioned, it's worth it. Yeah, so not going with the, the bottom of the barrel, thinking yeah, because you can save some it. money, but, yeah. but paying a little bit of a premium in order to get the best guys. It's worth because it. Because then they deliver, right? They deliver and yep. it's worth it. Yeah, and back to what you said earlier, like the contracts that you're imp- imp- implementing, and sometimes in the resi, like when we're saying resi, it's less than four units. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Contracts and, uh, you know, AIA contracts, yep, which yep. is uh, what? Uh, architects, architects Institute of America. The Architects Institute of America. They are very important. As you said, they're the letter of the law in terms of how you execute on a project. Mm-hmm. And it's making sure that, th- that they're comfortable with that mm-hmm. because sometimes those resi operators or GCs don't know that and they run the other way like, oh gosh, liquidated damages, you know, you know, a schedule, yeah. what's a schedule? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You know, so it's, it's those sort of things, having that to sort of as a, as a, as a yardstick to wave over them yeah, to say, yeah. hey, you sign this. This is what you owe me. Like you owe yeah. me this completed contract you know, hurry up and finish it, you know what I mean? So Yeah, and another thing, you know, like you really want to make sure is that like when you're finishing up your contract with your general contractor is that it's 90%, um, you know, has bids, you know, and there's only 10% of allowances. Yep. And then with once you've contracted, 
you're 90% bought out in 90 days. That's so important. Like, yeah, for those people listening out there, 90% bought out in 90 days. So just explain a little bit about what that means. That just means like of all the bids that your contractor has provided you, that he's putting down payments and has procured all of those subcontracts. It's so important because you can have a bid for framing, for instance, that's smoking hot, amazing, good deal that he doesn't procure and then when it comes to framing that that bid's no longer due right. and then you have to pay the premium for that right because it's gone out of, you know they might not have got, got around it's to, null and void because right. it's only good for 30 days 30 days right and so, so they might come around to being three months later and all of a sudden the bid's 20% more right <laughs> so 90% and 90 is so important and making sure that your allowances are bought out yep. within that period is yep. so important and I, I know it sounds laborious and it's like it's so early mm-hmm. but it's like it's so necessary and, and, the, and I would say the last piece of this puzzle here is to make sure that all your specifications have been specced out and, and priced before yep. you, you know within the, the first um, 90 days of your awesome. contract awesome so, well but that, I, I don't know if that's helpful no that's very helpful and i i, I want to you want to be conscious of your time. We're at a live event here, so there's a lot of noise going on in the background. Yeah, yeah. But what I do want to ask you is, like, what's the, what's the, uh, the future for Beach City Capital? What are you working on right now? And, you know, where can people reach you to continue the conversation? Yeah, so what we've been doing, um, we're, we're finishing up our, our, our smaller development projects, you know, like the, the three to, to, to six unit um, townhome development projects. Um, and we're, we're starting with our, our, our 40 unit in Mar Vista and our 30 unit mixed use in, in Redondo Beach. Um, so that's kind of what's going to be our next two quarters, our, our, our bread and butter. Um, but then we're also um, looking at evaluating the Urban Housing Fund, which is going to specialize in um, 75 um, fix and flips. Mm-hmm. So it'll be uh, housing. So it's like horizontal multifi- multifamily housing. Yep, yep. And uh, what that'll do is it'll allow for investors to come in, invest in uh, low-risk uh, flips, but on a more institutional scale. Yep. And every home, you know, you can turn in about eight to 10 months, you know, more on the six month mark, but, you know, give you some contingency. And so um, that'll allow us to be able to have um, a menu for, for um, you know, investors. Like one would be the ground up development. Two would be, we are also acquiring apartments and renovating them on a smaller scale. Right. Um, not like your business model. <laughs> uh, and then also doing fix and flip, but more on an institutional scale, which they can provide, um, you know, a 20% dividend, you know, mm-hmm. on the first 12 months and then 10% after, after the that. second two, quarter, two yep. quarters um, for a 30-month period. So it'll be like internal 1031 for that 10, uh, that 30-month period. That's right. Um, and so you kind of providing that option to our investors. Um, I think another thing that we're really focusing on is our systems mm-hmm. and making sure that we're uh, working very efficiently. Um, we're leaning on technology, like using smart sheets, using our, our, our systems uh, for scheduling, um, as well as uh, making sure that we're um, providing our best-in-class um, service to our investors and um, reporting to them monthly and um, just really being able to be um, out there and networking. Mm-hmm. Um, we are still focusing on, on the core areas in, in South Bay, like Redondo, Hermosa, Manhattan Beach. Um, as you can see, Mar Vista and West Hollywood are a little bit out of there, but mainly you know, uh, Southern California, Los Angeles based. Mm-hmm. And we're really excited. We're growing exponentially. Um, awesome. We're saying no to a lot of deals. So we're, we're basing it on the numbers and the due diligence. Um, and you can reach us at uh, beachcitycapital.com. Uh, my email address is jason at beachcitycapital.com. And it's always a pleasure to talk with you, Reed. And, Man, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure having you yeah, back on the show again. And you're crushing it. And I hope that I wish you all the best. And, and I know that I've been, I've been looking from afar and just really admiring everything you've been doing. And 
you know, we, we could talk for hours on this show about you know, <laughs> building culture in the business, you yeah, know, yeah. getting employees, getting a pipeline, you know, just everything. And, and it's awesome to see you going off and absolutely crushing it and, take, as you said, kicking ass and taking names, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, um, exactly. but it, man, it's, it's awesome. And uh, remember, beachcitycapital.com. And one more time for the, the email address if they want to reach out to you. Uh, Jason at beachcitycapital.com. Jason at beachcitycapital. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, again, this is the first live recording I've ever done. I hope this was, uh, hope this was awesome. And, you know, if we do have any questions, please jump on my website at regoosens.com. Uh, remember that we are here all weekend at the in, uh, Intelligent Investor Real Estate Conference here in Marina Del Rey. Come check us out. We're going to be doing a lot of bunch of live podcasts across the weekend. We've got Jeremy Roll coming up. We've got Peter Fisher coming up. We've got a couple of guys talking about how to invest in marijuana businesses. So really, really interesting. Uh, and stay tuned. I've uh, got so a couple more Facebook lives coming up. We'll do this all again in a little bit. So take care, be safe, and remember, happy investing.